Welcome to the Unfaced. I hate. I sound like a YouTuber. <laughs> Welcome to the Unfaced podcast. Welcome to the Unfaced podcast. Um, this is episode eleven. Welcome to episode eleven of the Unfaced podcast. Today, I got my friend, my brother, my guy, basketball player, Salisbury commit. Yes, sir. Number twenty-three. For now, my friend Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, bro? Appreciate you, bro. Welcome to the Unfaced podcast, man. Thanks, bro. Thanks for having me. The show. Welcome to. How, how are you, bro? Welcome. I'm good. I mean, it's my first podcast. Kind. Of, well, I mean, yeah, it is my first podcast. I mean, I just. I always talk though, so I feel like I'm good. I just mm-hmm. uh, I gotta keep it in one piece. It's all good, bro. This, this is all. This is this is all. This is for you, bro. Right. This, in your interview, this is gonna be a little bit different. I've, this is my first time doing kind of like a not a mukbang, but like a, yeah, like a mukbang, but not a mukbang. You know, we got the we got the dominoes right here. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna flip and show it to y'all. We got the the small pizza. I already had a slice, but yeah, I already ate, I already okay, ate a little bit. I got hungry. Yeah, y'all, y'all, <laughs> y'all get the memo. Y'all get the point. So, um, first off, bro, I want to talk about just NBA players is going on right now, and you're a Warriors fan. Oh my god! I'm a Lakers. Well, I'm a LeBron. I didn't fan, want to talk so. about this because we got blown out by thirty yesterday. Dang. We played really bad. Certain players played worse than other players, but we don't have to talk about it right now. Um, I don't. I don't know. I, hopefully, we win. To, today's Saturday. Game mm-hmm. seven's tomorrow. So, if we go I'm to excited. school together, you'll see my mood on Tuesday because I won't be in school on Monday. Okay. Okay, man. We just we gonna see, man. Yeah. Uh, we gonna see. It just, it just makes me so upset. Yeah, I'm looking rooting for both but teams. I have faith though. though. Yeah, like the Warriors. I love. I like. I love. I love watching Steph play. Um, Believe me, me too, man. Love Steph, Clay, Jordan. When, I like watching them when they're doing the right thing. Yeah, that's true. When they're not, it kind of stresses me out. Yeah, a lot. But I mean, I feel like that's what any sports mm-hmm. team. But then also watching from like an outside standpoint, the Kings haven't made the playoffs in like seventeen since was, years. Since I was born, really. I'm saying, I mean, I was one years old when they last made the playoffs. Since like what? I was like oh three, oh two, oh six. I'm not that old. Oh six. Oh, I'm <laughs> tripping. It's been seventeen. Yo, it's been dang. Yeah, bro. That's why it's kind of frustrating because it's like, but I mean, we have been, I say we, the Warriors have been winning for the past couple of years and now it's like, yeah, it's people true. always talk about um, like giving other teams the place to shine, but I kind of feel like people more so want to see the Warriors lose rather than the Kings That's win. That's true. And I don't even feel like it's like, because they haven't been since 2006, I just feel like it's... You would just be hating on it. I mean, but I feel like that's human nature. Like a lot of people... Just don't want to, you know. Yeah, they like, want to see somebody new, see something so. different. So. That's true. That's why a lot of people it's were okay. it's glad when like a, the um the Bucks Suns matchup yeah. happened because I was like teams that haven't made it in a while. Right. And then Giannis won his first ring, and some people were calling that the first like real ring in a while because it wasn't like a super team or anything. It was like like Giannis just doing his thing. Like you got Giannis. Who else? Chris Middleton. Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday. Uh, Brooke yeah. Lopez. Mm-hmm. They all were doing their thing. Yeah. But yeah, bro. But then we won the next year. Without a super That's team. Without we a had, super like, team. Steph Clay and Jordan. What's your thoughts on like the could have been teams like like the Nets with Harden, Kyrie, and KD? Um uh, uh, I more so think about like could have been like players. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, the I feel like if you watch Harden, Kyrie, and KD, like they all are insane, like on their own. 
That's facts. But together, they, they we just couldn't see them to their max potential with, like, the Kyrie drama and then, like, injuries. and. But, I mean, I can't focus on that anymore. They're literally, n- none of them are on that team anymore. I so. know, like, Harden's on, what, the Sixers now? Yeah. But I feel like that songs. led me to, ex- like, not expect much from these, like, huge teams. Like, even when KD went to the Suns, he got injured, yeah. like, the first week. During warm-ups. But, I mean, now During he's warm-ups. good, so I just kind of, like... I guess I just, like, keep my head on a swivel with that because you never know what's going to happen, so you can't expect too much. But at the same time, you don't want to, like, doubt them because, I mean, it's Devin Booker, Chris Paul, Kevin Durant. So. That's true. But, yeah. Very true. Very true. Um, Another thing I want to talk about, bro, is... First, I got to talk about you, bro. Committing mm-hmm. to Saz Bay. You had offers from over, like, five, six, seven, eight colleges. I think it was, I think it was nine. Nine, yeah, nine offers, bro. Nine or ten, but I don't remember. What what made Salisbury stand out? I don't Salisbury. Know. Salisbury. I love Salisbury, man. What but made that stand out? What made you want to make that decision out of all the other ones? I mean, well, obviously, there's a lot of things that go into play with it. I, I think Salisbury was my final offer. Mm-hmm. And when I got it, I was kind of like, okay, this is the school I want. How do we go from here? Right. But I feel like a lot of the, and this is no shade, like I loved all the coaches that recruited me, all the coaches that offered me, but a lot of the schools, for me personally, had like, if they had basketball, they didn't have academics. If they had academics, they didn't have basketball. If they didn't have basketball, I mean, if they had basketball, there was no, like, social aspect to it. Like, my first offer was from a certain school, and, like... I think it was... Can I, I go ahead and say it? Like, first I, mean, offer, I forgot what it was. It was, it was St. Andrews, mm-hmm. an NAIA school. For those of you who don't know NAIA, it's, like, NC... It's not NCAA. It's, like, their own, like... I guess league, if you want to say that, lack of a better term. But anyway, like we got there and I got it from a camp. But when we got there, it was like barely, barely anybody there, like in the town. Mm -hmm. And then like real, like, I guess, Ah. middle of nowhere, Mm -hmm. you know, like that kind of thing. And then, I don't know, those of you who go to Chapelgate, you know how small Chapelgate is, but the college was smaller than Chapelgate. So it was cool. Like, obviously, I got my first offer. I was like, I'm I'm excited, but... Mm -hmm. There was just like, there was no, there was nothing other than basketball, if that. So, but um, back to your question, I feel like Salisbury is. I wanted to stay when I was getting recruited by these schools. I wanted to make sure I stayed on the East Coast line, mm-hmm. like Maryland, Pennsylvania, Florida, Georgia, uh, North Carolina, all that. So, Mar- like Salisbury is good because it's not too close to home. Like I don't want to go to school in my backyard, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's like two hours away yeah. so you cross the Bay Bridge and then you're there so that was like location was a big thing um, size obviously I go to a private school right now but Salisbury is a public school but at the same time it's not a huge like UMD for example 40,000 students there about I think Salisbury has like eight, 8,500 right now um, and then my my incoming class will be in so I guess the size I wanted to go to a small school that wasn't too small because again that first school and a lot of the other schools had like not a lot of students at all, like mm-hmm. in the hundreds. And then um, I'm really close with my coach right now, Coach Byerson. Those of you who know Coach Byerson, um, he's a great guy, great mentor um, for the past facts. four years, even like six years, because I met him when I was seven, in seventh grade, not when I was seven, in seventh grade. Mm-hmm. But uh, he actually knows my coach at Salisbury, Coach okay. Mo. So they're like good, close friends. So I wanted to make sure that my coach was like not a huge transition from Coach Byerson, just because like. I feel like that's the you know him that he's the perfect coach to have. Yeah. But at the same time, obviously it's good to like get out of your comfort zone a little bit. But it's good that they know each other. 
Yeah, like he and not, then, he don't. He's a, he's a good he has a yeah, good coaching he's a good guy. Style. I don't really know he's a real good guy. Like not even just coaching, he just like as a person, he's just really wise. You can go to him for anything. Mm-hmm. And then um, also just great great basketball environment, great sports environment too. Um, close to a lot of things, close to the beach, um, close to some other schools like uh, University of Maryland Eastern Shore. Mm-hmm. Uh, just real welcoming. I had a great visit there, so I felt like I committed in March. So I felt like, I mean, commitment day is on May 1st, so there's mm-hmm. no need to wait. I, I knew where I wanted to go, so I was like, I might as well run with it. And then now I'm going to Salisbury in the fall. Mm-hmm. So it's cool. I'm just, I mean, it was a lot, it was really stressful, but it's good to like have it off my chest now. Yeah, that's I'm going to be there for the next four years. That's ideally. Good. That's really good. I'm proud of you, bro, that you're able to make the right decision. Appreciate that, it, bro. That guy led you to the right decision, you know right. what I'm saying? Right spot. You know, like, it's also good to have like a balance with like sports. Um, academic, social life, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. you gotta find a balance with it all. Like, like I was talking about, it wasn't like just straight like basketball. Yeah. But the social life isn't like the best, you know what right. I'm saying? And even for non athletes, like just finding the perfect school that fits yeah. you, like in all those different categories. Mm-hmm. But that that probably be one of the hardest parts. But once you get it, it's like a it's like a weight off your shoulders, That's which facts. is cool. That's facts. Another question I have for you, bro, is um. East Coast Hoopers, of course, we gonna be might be a little biased for this, but East Coast Hoopers or West Coast Hoopers, West Coast Hoopers, bro. Yeah, What's right. your thoughts on that on that debate? East Coast Hoopers versus West Coast Hoopers. East Coast. I got East Coast too. I'm not even trying to be, not even trying to be biased, bro. Yeah, no bias. Not even, trying to be even like looking past like people that I that I play with, because that wouldn't be fair. But mm-hmm. um, like if you just look at like elite basketball. The DMV, like DC, Maryland, Virginia, has just been so big for like as long as I know. Like Carmelo Anthony, Kevin Durant, Mm -hmm. um, a lot of guys that I probably can't think of right now. Um, And then even like in the past couple years, like Team Takeover, Team Durant, Team Melo, I feel like the DMV is just taking over. And then like aside from that, you have Florida, Georgia, exactly, the Carolinas, New um, York, like, and not even not only just like. High school hoopers that are my age, but the great schools that are up and down this exactly. strip. So I feel like there would be no reason to, like, not choose the East Coast. But I mean, obviously, everyone has their own opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, that's no like, that's not putting West Coast hoopers like to the side or anything yeah, or discrediting them. Right. But yeah. there, I feel like obviously that's what we what we yeah. uh, grew up near, grew up watching. So that's true. I feel like most definitely the the DMV area produces some of the best hoopers. Right. Um. Also, low key football players too, cause like. There's a lot of good football schools over here. Yeah. Um, and a lot of good basketball schools over here, too. I mean, like you were just saying, AAU teams, mm-hmm. KD's team, Melo's team. Um, like, yeah, he's just taking over, bro. So, I mean, I'm I'm going to have to go East Coast. You know, of course, KD coming from here. Melo coming from here. Um, well, not a lot of other good hoopers yeah. are going on the East Coast as well that are maybe all-time greats are in the um, – NBA right now that are good, so I mean, I'm gonna have to go East Coast Hoopers on this one. No bias. I just we just we just produce the producing the best right. Hoopers, bro. Definitely. We want to talk. I want to hop back into like outside of basketball because I know every athlete like a lot of them just get questions about um, basketball or their sport. You know what I'm saying? Right. But of course, there's a lot of things that we do outside of playing sports, outside of commitment and. Mm-hmm. College hoops, um, high school hoops, professional. Um, so, what's your what's who's your favorite artist, bro? Like music wise, 
Who's who you like listening to? What do you like? And also, no, let's stick with that question first. Who your favorite music artist, bro? I'll do top, top three. Top three, I right, bet. Okay, I'll do I'll do rap and I'll do R and B. Okay. So, okay. I'm gonna do the same. Go ahead. Lil Uzi Vert, obviously. We don't talk about what like <laughs> what he's um, oh, yeah. been doing recently, but just just music, strictly music. Um, I like Raw Wave a lot. I was listening to my Raw Wave playlist on the way here. <laughs> I just he just really like calms my mind. And then uh, I listen to a lot of Yeet, a little a lot of Lil Baby, um, Gunna. I like I probably like every um, Atlanta rapper. Uh, but yeah, and then R and B like Janae Aiko, SZA. She had her new album. Uh, Did you like? You was messing with the new album, bro? Yeah, definitely. I'm I like. Uh, really messing with it like that. I oh, liked yeah. a few songs off of it, but mm, it, was, it was cool. It was I cool. And then, uh, who else? Rex Orange County. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of that's a sleeper. Uh, guys, obviously, like you have the guys like Drake. Uh, but yeah, I feel like those would probably be my top ones. Where? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I like, I like Drake. I'm a big Drake fan. I'm yep. Go see him this summer. Oh, oh, yeah, I forgot about yeah. that. <laughs> you got really, I got really blessed with that, bro. Of course, I'm saying, man, I was just blessed, man. Um, I like Drake a lot. Um, I like I like J. Cole, big J. Cole fan as well. Yeah. What's your favorite album? For Your Eyes Only. For That's my favorite album. What's your favorite album, J. Cole album? My favorite J. Cole album? Uh, I like For Your Eyes Only. I like... Uh-huh. Um, I'm not like the hugest like I love J. Cole but he's obviously he's not one of the rappers that I named mm-hmm. so I think just his whole like um, I don't know what you call it just his all of his albums really like uh, 2014 Forest Hill Drive I really like the off season even though that's kind of recent I really really like I feel like the off season was just a perfect album the album uh, yeah I like Four that Eyes Only uh, what was the one with like Power Tripping Born Center yeah mm-hmm. definitely I like that album. I love Cole's discography. Like all of his albums, I, I like. I just love. His, I just love. His, I just love his work. Like J Cole, and it's like he's always like storytelling with their music. Mm-hmm. It's un, like it's unmatchable, bro. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, another. Th- I like yeah J Cole. I like Kanye too. I love Kanye. I know y'all man. Hey man. Yeah, again we can't. <laughs> hey man, I just just music. I love the art. Um, I love the I love the creativity when it comes to his mind with. Music, fashion, stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Whole package, right? For sure. Yeah, like you know. Yeah. And I love I like Tyler the Creator too. I mess with his I mess with his work. Mess with his creativity. Nah, that, that's definitely an acquired taste. Yeah, like that I haven't been able to acquire yet. You got that, man. You got got a tap in like Tyler. I feel the like Tyler. Yeah, I feel like Tyler the Creator is one of the artists that I just like. Just his main songs, mm-hmm. which might not. I know there's some. Don't please don't hate me. <laughs> People who are like. Tyler, big Tyler fans, but I feel like it's just definitely an acquired taste that I haven't yeah, acquired yeah. yet. <laughs> yeah, everybody, everybody has their own own thing. Like some but music is for everybody, bro. Like, yeah, hey man, it's what it is. You gotta just listen to what you enjoy, listen to what you like. You know, right. I'm just a big Tyler fan. Um, stuff like that. Um, R and B. I I like, I love Erica Badu. Yeah, I love Lauren Hill. Um, and Summer Walker. Summer Walker. That's my top three. I don't Summer got a Walker. top five, but I have a top. Those are my three favorites. Like yeah, I like Summer Walker. I have a playlist that like caters to every 
Well, most uh, like music genres, like mm-hmm. honestly, rap, R and B, uh, pop, kind of like the the alt stuff, mm-hmm. um, gospel. <laughs> yeah. Definitely have to. Have yeah, gospel. I got my gospel playlist too. I got my gospel, got my rap music. I break up my playlist with like artists sometimes. Mm-hmm. Though. Like I have a Kanye um, playlist, oh, yeah, same, same. Drake playlist, Cole playlist, Pop Smoke playlist, oh. um, Kendrick Lamar playlist. I need to make me a future one because I've been bumping a lot of I've been bumping this music a lot lately, um, even his old stuff too, like the stuff from the um, I Never Liked You album, like the tracks that came off of that, like Wait for You, um, Puffin on Zooties, Holy Ghost, all of that, like like me. Mm-hmm. Like I, at first I didn't like that album, like I I listened to it and I was like yo, insane. I was like yo, this album is like that album is trash. Insane. But I re-listened to it like a month later, yeah. and I was like yeah, that album is insane. Yeah, I, I was feel like, like yes, it it was a part of caring. Like, I like, I'm a big, like, I love to have fun. So when summers cater to, like, music, like, everyone talks about summer 2016 mm-hmm. and, the like, the great music year that that was. So yeah, that was I just love, like, I feel year. like that album really catered to, like, the spring slash summertime of, uh, or of last year, 2022, which was good. Because mm-hmm. it's, like, it's never good to not have some good music in your rotation. Mm-hmm. You like, know what I mean? Wait for you. Yeah, wait. Oh, definitely. Definitely, definitely, definitely. You know what I'm saying? Song of the Summer for that one. Like, yeah, bro. I'll mess with that album. Future. Keep doing it. Like, man, this is old. Like, he got a lot of, like, man, I just been, I need to make, I'm going to make it. Right after this podcast is over, I'll make myself a future, right. future players, bro. Right, gotcha. I'll, I'll recommend some songs. I'll send mm-hmm. them to you. What's your, if you could only wear one brand for the rest of your life, but it's like, you know, one brand, Nike, Jordan, whatever. Nike. Nike. Definitely Nike. Mm-hmm. I don't like wearing designer. And obviously, like, I'm not some rich guy. Like, I'm a I'm a high school uh, teenager. But a lot of guys try to, like, I guess impress people. Mm-hmm. But I... Or some people try to say what, like, I'm saying right now with the not liking it just to be, like, different. But I genuinely don't... It's just not really... Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just not really my speed. Like, I, I really like Nike. Obviously, I play basketball, which has a big part in it. But mm-hmm. if I could wear Nike... Like, I have on some Nike tech pants right now. <laughs> I just love... I love everything about Nike. Yeah. So. Very, I mess with I mess with Nike. To be yeah. honest, I'm I'm really the same. I'm the same way. I'll sound the same way. Like when yeah. it comes to, like when I remember when I was in like middle school, like the 2017, 2018, like when like Supreme mm. was like the most popular. Like you was popular. Like Supreme. Like if you had the hoodie or the shirt, you was flexing. Like, yeah. like, it was crazy. You know what fake I'm saying? or not, hmm? like it would. It doesn't matter if it's fake. Yeah, so I'm saying it didn't matter if it was fake or not. Like if you had the Supreme, like you was you was cool. I mean, like when I was in like. It was like middle school. Like I was like twelve, bro. Mm-hmm. Like twelve, thirteen, and um, I was like into like I was into that. Um, of course, like, I ain't, I had the money at like twelve, yeah. thirteen. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I'm glad I'm glad my parents never really like got me that either, cause yeah, cause I I would have grown out of it real quick. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Spending clothes be an investment, bro. Yeah, like literally. clothes and shoes be like, an you investment. You have to get different pieces like over time. That's what I'm saying. Like you really got to get different pieces over time. Yeah, splurging can be kind of hard when it comes to clothes. I'm saying cuz especially when you like like if you done growing, if you just straight, I mean like, like go ahead, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But when you still growing, it's like you got to kind of watch yeah, watch can. things, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, I'm not really a fan of like a lot of materialistic stuff either for. Mm-hmm. Uh, can we get a lo- logo back up on the screen? Logo back on the screen. Appreciate that, man. Appreciate that. Shout out to Dude. Shout out to my brother, Dude. Helping me out with the audio stuff and all that. Um, cool. But yeah, bro, like, I'm not really a big fan of materialistic things. Yeah. I feel like 
I feel like everyone had the phase with like you know the Louis. I mean, I remember um, when I was in sixth grade, I had like a supreme, uh, a supreme wallpaper, mm-hmm. and it was like one of those celebrity ones. I think it was like Marilyn Monroe. If you search up Marilyn Monroe Supreme, you'll see what I'm talking about. It's like blue and red, mm-hmm. and it like let me see if I can find it right now. It had like uh, the supreme all over it, and then I I felt like I was the coolest guy ever when it was just a stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Supreme wallpaper, but everyone—it was this. It was this exact picture. Oh, okay. I don't know if you guys can see it. You guys, but a lot of like you'll see like the Simpson. Oh <laughs> Supreme yeah, I see. Yeah, I will always see the, the, the um when I was Supreme like, Simpson. One. Yeah, when I was like eleven, I was like, bro, this is so hard. <laughs> just so, <laughs> so so lame to me. Like if I were to see that at someone my age, I'm like, oh, uh, God, yeah, the kinds where you like cringe a little bit. Like yeah. now, my wallpaper is just myself. Mm-hmm. But mine is the same. It's a. Yeah, bro. And some people find that conceited, but I feel like if it's my phone, I mean, I can, like, yeah, you like, see, like, the, yeah. the basketball I, I, pictures. I, I, like, I just, way. I don't know. That's all good. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can like what you want. Yeah. Though. Honestly, it's just, I just wear what I like, what I'm yeah, comfortable bro. in, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. If I could wear one breath for the rest of my life, I'd probably be, I'm either going Nike or Jordan for sure. Yeah, bro, because think about it, like, Jordan came through Nike. Yeah, Jordan did come through so Nike. So you technically can wear, like, you can wear Jordan and still be wearing Nike, and then you have, like, the like jackets, that. shirts, windbreakers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I said, the sweatpants, the mm-hmm. Nike tags, all that. It's just a, a yeah. great all-around brand. So I'm most definitely gonna, gonna go with Nike for sure. Yeah. Yeah, Nike all-around. Next question I have for you, bro. All good. Domino, Domino. <laughs> I'm the same <laughs> way. I've just been chilling. Like, I'm not trying to get my food get cold, yeah. but like, you feel me? Um, I'm messing up my pizza. You good, bro? Bro, the way they, the way they like cut it, I have to like pull that John. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was struggling. I didn't want to make it obvious. <laughs> nah, it's cool. But like, favorite favorite food? We eat pizza right now. Favorite food? Pizza. Pizza. Well, no. I think I like. I mean, pizza's like my go-to, but that's really basic. <laughs> I like pizza a lot. Like, if I could eat pizza every day, I would. <laughs> but I feel like my favorite food is like hibachi or just Asian food in general. Like. I really, really like Asian food. Like, we just went to Malaysia. I don't oh, know if yeah. you're gonna like if we're gonna talk about that, but we just came back from Malaysia and I had Asian food for like a week straight. Mm-hmm. And after a while, I was like, okay, <laughs> like I, I just need like a burger or something. But obviously, just appreciating like the different cultures. Mm-hmm. But I think just Asian food in general. But mm-hmm. to be specific, excuse me, to be specific, uh, Japanese sabachi when they cook sure. in front of you. I know. I love the experience. Definitely. I love the experience. Um, let's talk about that, bro. Trip to Malaysia. How was that um, with FCA and this experience? And now it's like how that's like across the world, bro. It's an experience. What was it like? Talk. It was. It was definitely an experience. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, I, first of all, the flight altogether was close to thirty hours, mm-hmm. right? So I was exhausted. It was straight through. Y'all made a stop. No, no, no. So you go from Dulles to Qatar. Where they had the World Cup in Dubai, and then you, uh, yeah, close to Dubai, Dubai, Dubai. or like United. You you go to Malaysia from there, but the first flight would be like fourteen hours, thirteen hours, Mm -hmm. three hour layover, um, and then eight hours to Malaysia, and then the same thing back. So it was like exhausting, like just so exhausting. I was in the air for so freaking long, (laughs) dude, like so long, and the I feel like the only reason I survived that trip was because I had my. my friends with me. Like, yeah. I was sitting next to my friend, my new friend, Ariana. Uh, shout out to Ariana. And then my teammate, Jalen. Shout out to Jalen. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
They were the only reason I survived that trip because I don't know. Were you at the chapel mm-hmm. on a couple of days ago? I started crying on the way back. <laughs> like I just started going ballistic, and I had a I had a cookie in my hand, and I was just <laughs> losing my mind the whole time. And then the cookie broke, and then that's when I started crying and laughing that, at that the same time. Minute, so imagine me like imagine like big old me just laughing, crying at the same time, <laughs> looking like a lunatic. But <laughs> but the flight the the flight once you got past the flight, just the trip was insane, man. Mm-hmm. Like we had. Our, we had a couple tour guides, so we went to one of the big cities called KL, mm-hmm. and um, there was a, a man, a great man named Willie, who was our host, and he just, he was show, so eager to, like, show us our, uh, like, all around where he's from, try different foods, uh, experience different things. I played a lot of sports. I got to coach and play basketball. Mm-hmm. I got to do frisbee, uh, disc golf, soccer, uh, games that they have over there, like, um, a game called Captain Ball, um, which is kind of the same as Frisbee, but not really because you have, like, there's a soccer ball, mm-hmm. and then, like, there's someone standing up on a chair, and you have teammates you got to pass it to, and then you got to throw it up to someone on a chair. But, uh, and then also I got to, like, help a lot of kids. I always like giving back to people, whether it's, like, just talking to people, uh, coming on this podcast, uh, going on that trip. Uh, just like smiling at someone who might have a tough day anything so mm-hmm. giving those kids like the experience that they had like I got to give them cleats I got to talk to them they got to call me like coach Timmy mm-hmm. and obviously they were like little kids so they just like they saw me like big old me and then they were just like latched onto me and then the people that I was with as well uh, I got to try a lot dude I tried so much food mm-hmm. so what was, much your, like, what was your I, favorite favorite thing that you tried there uh, they had this thing called banana leaf, which is basically what it sounds like. Like, it was a big old banana leaf. Mm-hmm. And then it had, like, rice, calamari, curry, uh, like, different types of meats, chicken, all that. Um, that would probably be my favorite. And then they had this thing called chasu, which was just uh, rice and pork, uh, which, again, is, like, what it sounds like. But we ate a lot. Like, they had breakfast. Then they had, like, lunch, dinner. Then they had supper. Mm-hmm. And supper would be, like, 11 p.m., Till like 1 a.m., you would just go out, eat, talk, chop it up, and then it was also the month of Ramadan when we went. Yeah. You know the um, the month of Ramadan. Mm-hmm. So obviously, thing. when the sun goes down, that's when, um, that's when they can eat. Yeah. So uh, a lot we you could eat out everywhere because it was cheap. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people would just be out where we were for supper. And then speaking of the cheapness, it's like one U.S. dollar is worth four dollars there. Mm-hmm. Like they call their currency ringgit. Mm-hmm. So it's like one U.S. dollars worth four, so they can they can afford to just eat out all the time, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. But it was just a great experience all around. But when I got home, I just plopped in my bed, and it was a twelve-hour difference. So Dang, it's nine fifty-three p.m. right now. Uh-huh. So in Malaysia, it's nine fifty-three a.m. Mm-hmm. in the morning. So yeah. they'll probably most of them will be at like church or getting ready to go to church, waking yeah. up on Sunday. So okay, but it was just it was amazing. It was a different type of experience, and yeah. it was my first time out the country too. Would you Would you want to go again? <laughs> Yes, mm-hmm. but I just can't think about that right now because, like I said, I was I was losing my mind on the on the mm-hmm. flight. So, I think if you were to ask me that same question in a year, it would be a different answer. Mm-hmm. But I'm it would be yes for now. But if someone were to ask me to go like next month, I'd say absolutely not. <laughs> not because the experience per se, but it was just so like the it's flight was exhausting. so long, bro. Mm-hmm. And then after the flight, you have to go through like U.S. Customs and Malaysia Customs, which is basically just like they ask you why you're there. Um, and all that stuff, and then the lines were so long, and like babies crying. A kid <laughs> threw up in the line. I'm like, oh, oh no, nah. I just need to go to my yeah, bed. Yeah, too much. And also, in, at the, during the trip, like, 
I'm I'm six seven, right? Mm-hmm. And the average height for someone who's a, a Malaysian was like five, five 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 four around that. So yeah. I was like, I'd be I'd be walking around and people would be like they take their phones with me and my group and they you could just see them like Dang, recording us. Video. And obviously I felt like a cool guy, I felt like celebrity. So like I didn't acknowledge the camera, I just kept walking like mm-hmm. I was some big time celebrity, which was pretty funny. And then people like asking for pictures and then obviously <laughs> the people I talked to and played basketball with they asked for a lot of pictures as well. So mm-hmm. it was kinda cool because um they some like a lot of them didn't want pictures just for like my height, but they like met me and thought I was cool and had yeah. a conversation. Yeah. And then they wanted a picture, mm-hmm. which isn't a problem. Like, obviously people can uh, t- ask for pictures whenever, but when people get to like know you and then ask for a picture, I'm talking like I'm some celebrity. I'm not a celebrity. Yeah, at all, just, it just feels more genuine. It was, it was a different experience yeah, that makes there. Sense. So, That's yeah. understandable for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Would you if without like the flight? Like, if it was maybe like, maybe like ten hour flight. Would you would you go, or somewhere? If See, they were to do the same mission trip, maybe like somewhere closer, maybe like yeah, somewhere. Yeah, I, I that was my first mission trip. I would definitely do it again. Mm-hmm. I I tend to be good with road trips because like AU in the yeah. past, and then my sister went to like a a boarding prep school, okay. and we used to drive like six hours to Massachusetts. Oh, okay. Um. So I'm I'm pretty okay with them. It's just uh, I feel like if I if like if you just take away the flight, like if I could transport there, I would go again. Yeah, but obviously, right. I can't transport yeah. so. But yeah, do you think that like it's like eight billion people in the world? But you think at least one person has superpowers, bro? Like at least one person can, t- can like teleport, fly, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, somebody somewhere. Somebody. That's what I'm saying. I, I, at least somebody. Sure bro. I would hope so, bro. I'm sure it's nobody that I know, but mm-hmm. somebody somewhere. I'm sure you never know with yeah. the world these days. So. That's true. Another question I have for you is, bro. Um, hopping back into basketball. Um, what? made you get into basketball or was it just like we see that you're tall you must play basketball or you or do play basketball you know or like it's actually a funny story like it's a really funny story Mm -hmm. so obviously i wasn't i haven't been like this high my whole life Mm -hmm. so this dates back to when i was like seven years old yeah do you know the show kicking it i do kicking it yeah Mm -hmm. so i used to watch kicking it all the time and i just used to like obviously like seven years old you want to try everything so i used to like throw punches, kick, like, <laughs> shadow box, <laughs> and everyone look at me like, what the heck are you doing? But, uh, so for some reason, I just wanted to be this, like, martial arts kid. Like, I just loved karate for some reason. And my mom's like, no, Timmy, you're, like, you're playing basketball. I'm like, mom, no, I want to do karate. Like, I want to do martial arts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I never ended up doing martial arts, obviously. <laughs> and she was like, you're playing basketball. I was like, mom, no. But then I went to, um, I don't know if you've heard of it, I-9 Sports. Yeah, I've, where, I've done that before. Yeah, that's football. where a lot of kids start out with their like yeah. sports, like soccer, basketball, football. So I went to I-9, and then obviously it was my first time playing, so they taught me how to dribble, mm-hmm. the basics of shooting. I got to play a little bit. And then that was actually when I was seven. Mm-hmm. But when I started, it was like the next week I turned eight, so we'll just say eight. Mm-hmm. So when I was eight, they started. Uh, I started doing I-9. The camps, I learned the basics. And then fourth grade i started playing actual like organized rec- recreation that's when i started growing obviously like i said i wasn't this high forever but i was taller than most kids like right. my, uh, my whole life yeah and then uh we went on from rec to uh fifth grade i played rec still but then that's when like a coach walked in the gym saw me and he uh he wanted me to try aau and mm-hmm. i was 10 at this point so yeah uh going that would have been like the next year i would have been in middle school so i went to aau and then obviously i played aau up until i was a junior and I was uh, I played high school basketball too, which was um, high school basketball was filled with a lot of 
a lot of different things, as you saw, a lot of yeah. accomplishments, a lot of That's highlights, nice. lowlights. So that's very was, true. Yeah, I pretty. I'm. I turned 18 in July, so I guess you could say like 10 years now I've been playing basketball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and I guess it paid off because I'm. I mean, I'm doing something with. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Guess. You you committed South, yeah, uh, Salisbury. Sales. How I say it? Salisbury? Salisbury. Salisbury. Yeah, Salisbury committed, bro. Yeah. You you going far? Yeah, definitely. You doing definitely. your thing? Uh, honestly, I, I mean, I'm doing something right. So mm-hmm. You are. Bro. Cool. You most definitely it. are. Thank you. What are your goals? Of course, you you've seen like you accomplished your goals with um with basketball, going to play at a college level. But do you have any other goals past the college level with basketball? That's a good question. With basketball, I don't know. Being honest, I don't want to act like I have like all the dreams in the world. Cause for me, this whole college process, like we talked about earlier, was just so stressful. Yeah. So I like. Uh, I guess I'm someone who doesn't like to look too far in the past. Like, obviously, yeah. I have a general idea, but I feel like I just want to go to college, focus on college basketball. And then once I, like like I told you earlier, like, don't worry about college right now because yeah. you're in the 10th grade. Mm-hmm. But obviously, as you get to, like, 11th, 12th grade, then you can start worrying about college. So I feel like mm-hmm. as I get older and, like, once I start college, I feel like it's more so going to be trying to get used to what I'm doing because yeah. I don't want to try and get used to a new environment while looking like four or five years in the future. Yeah, you got to just take it step by step. So I uh, I feel like once I become like sophomore, junior, senior, then I can start obviously looking at my future because yeah, sure. obviously I want a good future. But uh, I, I tend not to like to like bombard myself or stress myself too much. So I uh, I think that would be my truthful answer. Like yeah. not even trying to sugarcoat. That's really good because yeah. it's good. Some advice I, I, uh, I don't know where I got it from. But um, somebody told me like, don't don't look at the whole staircase. Just focus on the step you're on and the step right. in front of you. Exactly. So you know, focus on what's in the now, and then the stuff that's a year from now, two years from now, five, ten, it'll all come. Mm-hmm. You know, but you gotta just like never be so in your head that you can't even enjoy where you are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that also taps into mental. That's something that I wanted to talk about. I'm glad I reminded myself about that. Cause I didn't have that. I don't think I had that written down. Yeah. Um, mental health and being an athlete, bro. That's something that does not get talked about enough. Yeah, it's insane. So, what is your what's your thoughts and like your opinions or advice on mental health and being an athlete? Yeah. So I feel like everyone battles with mental health in their own way. Like mm-hmm. uh, I I discovered that for myself when I was around fourteen years old. Uh. But I think specifically for mental health and being an athlete, just remember that your sport doesn't define you. That's true. Like when I, obviously I play basketball now and I'm, uh, I'm I mean, I'm a, I know I'm like okay at basketball. Uh, I mean, I don't know what you guys think, but <laughs> I, I, think, I, I think I don't want to toot my own I would horn. Say, I would say you're pretty good, but you're doing your thing. And then, uh, but I feel like just, I just drew a blank. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I feel like don't, like let your sport define you like I can go out yeah. and have like say 25 points and then I feel like I'm on top of the world mm-hmm. the next game I could have like five points and then foul out and I'm like dude is this even for me yeah. but obviously like uh, like we've been talking about it obviously is for me because God called me to do it and right. now I'm doing something with it so mm-hmm. I feel like you're gonna have good games and bad games like trying to sound as least cliche as possible like even uh, the greatest of people had off games. Mm-hmm. So uh, I feel like just remembering that your sport doesn't define you and that you have like an audience of one, as yes, I say, which would be God. Yeah. And always remembering that there's room to bounce back. Like I had 
I had plenty of bad games along with plenty of good games. It just comes with the sport. Like that's true. There's no like you can always bounce back in sports. Like I don't know if you saw like the Giannis interview. Like there's no. no oh, the one where he was like the interview. The reporter was like, "Do you think the season yeah, was a failure?" Like, there's no failure in yeah. sports, like you said. Like, yeah, they had just, a great response to that. Like it's either winning or learning, mm-hmm. as they like to say. So that's I feel like true. just remembering that and then staying. Don't let your sport like. Uh, I don't know how to say it. Like, don't let your sport like just take over your whole mind and life. That that's your only focus. Like, remember to just cleanse sometimes and take a rest day here and there. Like, I know a lot of people like to say no days off, but like, Have a balance, you can't bro. just like burn yourself out. Remember not to burn yourself out because you're that's gonna be exhausting, dude. And you like even with athletics, like you have school, mm-hmm. social life. Like, there's just so many things going on in your life that you can't just be like oh I have this game tomorrow like, obviously like that's that's really good to think about like I think about my games and highlights <laughs> and uh, lowlights all the time but just remembering that there's there's life outside of basketball and things that you have to handle outside of your athletics because it's never good to be burnt out you have so many things on your plate already that's true like it's good to have a balance yeah yeah it's it very good to have a balance that's why I was also just talking about colleges and how like you have to balance things out academically Athletically, social life, mm-hmm. things like that. You gotta just balance it out, bro. Yeah. And um, I'm glad that you making the right decisions for yourself. Got a All good right. mindset. Appreciate it. What was the best? What was your favorite part of senior year, senior season? Senior season or senior like like se- senior season, senior basketball senior season. season? Uh, I think just the group of guys I was around. Like we had a team of 14 players this year, mm-hmm. which isn't that ideal for a basketball team but everyone had their role like there were some guys who played 32 minutes and some guys who played maybe two minutes at the end but everyone like stayed positive for the most part and everyone just knew what they were doing like if you were on the bench you were cheering for your teammates if you were in the game you were going as hard as you could for those teammates and for those fans so Mm -hmm. I think just the the group of guys I was around like we we always know where each other are I always know where each other gonna be Mm -hmm. always know like what's up with each other we we text in our group chats like to this day like it's not like the season ended and we just like ended mm-hmm. all contact with each other but the group of guys I was around like a great group of guys every single day like in practice and in school mm-hmm. and then also we did some like historic great things like the first B conference team to win 20 championships right. we went on an 11 game win streak we uh we made it to the championship and we we unfortunately lost to a really good St. Mary's team but we like we made it there we all we got to experience like playing on UMBC's court together. Mm-hmm. so That's a great way to still end the year, yeah, regardless of definitely. a win or a loss. Like you so, said, uh, it's winning or learning. Yeah, so I think just, like, in general, just being with them every day and then everything we were able to com- accomplish as a team and still remain friends, not like we were competing against each other. Definitely. That's true. That's really good. That's a, that's really good. To me. Would you say senior year was the best basketball year of your high school career? <laughs> <laughs> or your favorite year? Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. But I loved all my teams. I loved, like, mm-hmm. freshman year, the guys like Jordan Prelo, uh, Kendall Mitchell, Sehu, Zach, all those guys, like, that I uh, came under. And then sophomore year, some of the same guys. Junior season, that's when I really started to, like, um, have a big role. Mm-hmm. I, I just love all those guys. But I feel like seniors, there was something really, really special about the uh, my senior year group. But, like, that's not, like, taking away from any of the other three years. But... Mm-hmm. Definitely, I love my I love my guys this year. For sure, yeah, that's valid. That's really valid. That's really what makes that's bigger than basketball. Right, that's bigger than basketball. 
like how we were talking about balancing social life. Yeah. Um, and how your social life is all balanced. Yeah. How everything's it's all balanced. And that's we really could, good. We could we could have fun on the court together while still like going to Sky Zone. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Going like, out to eat, and, mm-hmm. like the dinner stuff you saw. In the yeah, dinner the dinner stops, stops always fun, bro. They're dinner in, stops they're always really fun. fun. So it's good that we like. I feel like that off court chemistry just transfers onto the court. Like we always know what each other are doing, and then mm-hmm. that just like I could go out and play with a group of guys and not know what I'm doing, not know anything about them. But I feel like if uh, if if Jalen sees me posting up, he knows to throw it. If Jalen, if Ludwig's cutting or if Ludwig's standing on the three-point line, I know to throw it to him. Mm-hmm. If Zeph's diving down from the uh, from the elbow, I know to throw it to him. I know like what looks to give. So, and they like vice versa. They know what to do as well. So, mm-hmm. I feel like just, just being close to them and uh, on and off the court was really good for us. Mm-hmm. Probably my closest group of guys. Yeah. The, uh, for my four years. That's really good. Yeah. Something I was talking about is bro something. I I was just talking about this earlier. I forgot who I was talking about this with, but NBA players getting traded and they don't like they don't know or just happen. <laughs> it's like a team that they loved. Like bro, that every time I see the video of Derrick Rose getting traded out of Chicago, yeah, is like one of the saddest basketball thing. Like yeah, definitely like NBA moments ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like talking to the phone on his agent. He just he just starts crying. Yeah, and that man that 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 even it was like dang yeah, bro yeah. like. I think I, I mean I think about that often. Like even aside from that, just NBA well sports players like athletes, professional athletes in general have it so hard. Like they could be in one city getting to know people, like adjusting, mm-hmm. but they'll never know. Like especially when like things like the trade deadline and all that, and the yeah, offseason come yeah. around, you can get a call. You can move from DC. Yeah, to man, we LA. just traded you. Yeah, yeah. we gone. Yeah, and it's like you gotta you have to change your whole life. Obviously, they they're blessed to have like the the situation that they're in, but yeah. like even still, it's just like. They're humans at the end of the day, so they, they have to change their whole entire... Like, you could live in... You could literally live in, like, a place like Oklahoma and then the next day be playing for, like, New York City. It's just a whole change. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, so, so, so different. Yeah, Looking and then like it is kind of messed up with, like, the... Like, I don't know if you've seen people getting traded during games. Like, bro, Harrison I Barnes. Bro, that was... That had, I, was, was on I would've the, been sick, man. Yeah, when he was on the he Mavericks, was on, yeah, he, he literally was... just was sitting, just chilling on the in bench. In a timeout. Yeah, yeah timeout. Traded. traded. Did that pop up on the screen? Bro. I think probably on the jump. Bro. I, man, I wouldn't know how to feel, bro. That's crazy. Like, imagine playing for Chapelgate, and then <laughs> if high school, like, somehow had uh, trades. That would just, be crazy. You know what I mean? You're just chilling. They just, a lot. And you get, you get that green slip, and you're like, oh, you ain't do nothing wrong. We just <laughs> traded you. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Yeah, like, I know. They have it tough, but mm-hmm. it's good that they're in the situation that they are. But like I said, they're human. So. That's true. I've heard two sides. I've heard that side, and I've also heard the side where people are like, at the end of the day, it's a business. It's professional sports. It happens, but then, I mean, like you said, at the end of the day, they're still human. Yeah, beings. I mean, it's a little bit of both. Transition. Like they know, they know what they're getting into, but yeah, it's just hard to like move from everything you've known. That's so. understandable, especially when you're when you're not choosing to do it. Yeah. Like when you're not requesting the trade. Like you got like that's really a whole lifestyle change. Like you're moving from a whole new group of people, yeah. new house, new environment, new team, new teammates, new coach, new facilities. Yeah. Especially totally the guys who different. bounce around the league a lot. I know it's, it's of, crazy. I'm sure bro. it's kind of weird, like mm-hmm. like Russell Westbrook, yeah. <laughs> like what Oklahoma, uh, Houston, what, LA twice. Oh yeah, he went to LA twice. Like I the Clippers and the Lakers. Oh yeah, yeah. and then the Wizards too. Yeah, uh, the Wizards. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I, I'm sure there's a team that I'm leaving out. So. I think that's it. I think it's OKC, Houston, the Wizards, Lakers, and then Clippers. Okay, yeah, five yeah. teams. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that's just so that's so tough. Yeah, that's different. And the way it was, man, it's just crazy to think about stuff like that because it's like they was calling him man Russell Westbrook. And that's, just, that's rough. He's being so disrespectful, and it's like yeah. Like, I don't know, like yeah. I don't know how they handle it. I'm a really sensitive guy. <laughs> like, yeah, like, I can bro. never deal with that. Especially Dylan having Brooks, a fan. Yeah, I like I'm a I'm a I like LeBron. I'm a Lakers fan or that. And like when he was like he's old, I don't give anybody respect until they give me forty. I mean, I, I was kind of laughing a little bit when LeBron had twenty and twenty two. But then when you go on the media, that's why another thing I want to talk about as well. When you go on the media, and everybody's like, oh, you get he gave you forty. Um, Shanghai Sharks yeah. get ready to learn Chinese. Yeah. Um, he's gone by next week. I mean, some guys have it coming for them though. Yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. Like Dylan, sometimes you just Dylan set yourself kinda, up for that. Yeah, he kind of asked for yeah, that. Yeah, he kind of did ask for that. I, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> but when it comes to like guys like Russell Westbrook, and he's just Man, not he's performing that well, but he's still professional. Like the thing is, I I be seeing sometimes with professional athletes, and I be seeing like them not them like underperforming, not do well, and it be guys on like the media, the comments saying Russell Westbrook. Oh, he can't shoot. Yeah. Like, bro, if he comes to your local he, gym, bro, he's giving you like he's giving you eighty. Yeah, so, like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, like, like even like so the bench warmers guys, are man. nice like that. That's what I'm saying. So, so much different than NBA guys. So. Mm, what's the balance? I want to talk about athletes and social media and not getting caught up as well. What's the balance with that? Well, obviously, obviously, I'm not a guy with like a million followers or anything. But at the same time, I was recruited to play in college. So I think just keeping my uh, my image wholesome. Like I had coaches follow me on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, which like pro tip, that's a good way to get recruited is Twitter. But mm. we can that's like a different topic. But uh, I had coaches follow me on Twitter, Instagram. Um, and obviously, if I'm just doing things that aren't acceptable, right. it, it, it's not a good look. So I mean, you've seen my Instagram, just like outfit pictures, a lot of basketball, mm-hmm. uh, like mental health quotes um, thing, like life things that I'm doing so like not going on there like cussing up a storm mm-hmm. throwing up the middle finger in every mm-hmm. picture uh, posting things that I shouldn't be mm-hmm. uh, doing things that I shouldn't be just keeping your image clean and then along with that just um, you don't want to keep your image clean and then like off the media doing be doing a whole other thing because yeah, it all it's comes true. back to bite you like you're going to be like with professionals and co- different coaches eventually so they're going to see That's that side true. of you so they, yeah, they're going to see how it really is off the, yeah. off the court outside of the, so you the just, social media the image that you're portraying as a human you just want to keep that like genuine at all times because people are going to see your true colors That's eventually true. Yeah. like social media you just want you just have fun with it you know yeah. I would don't get it it's not really good to get obsessed or go too crazy over it you know have fun with it you know what I'm saying like Enjoy it. Enjoy being able to have a platform where you can either, I mean, spread good or bad. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really good to spread positivity rather than being negative and stuff like that, just right. hating and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, one of the questions I also have for you, bro, is what was what is the recruitment process like? <laughs> like getting your name out there. Um, yeah, just getting your name out there. Being seen, being noticed. What was that like for you? It's a lot. It's it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Because you can get it recruited in a lot of different ways. I got some offers from, like, Twitter highlights. I got some offers from, like, Coach Frierson telling me. I got some offers from them seeing me in person. Mm-hmm. I got my first offer from a camp. So there's a lot of different ways that you can go about it. But yeah. uh, 
it's an it's a crazy process because some like one day a coach will be really interested in you, and then I had this happen to me. Like a coach was really interested in me. Like we don't have to say the school, mm-hmm. but they were really interested in me. Like me as a person, as a player. And then we, he came to my game, and I didn't necessarily play bad, mm-hmm. but us as a team, we just didn't look there. Mm-hmm. Like, it just looked so, it looks like, of course, out of all the games that he had to come to, it was that mm-hmm. game. And, like, again, I didn't, like, I didn't play bad, per se, but it definitely wasn't my best game at all. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't close to my best game. So, just, like, staying on your feet, definitely, because one, one day a coach can be interesting and the next day it could just be, like, out the window. Yeah. And, like, even, even, uh, they won't even say where, like, a lot of, some of them won't say that they're not interested anymore. It's, like, just, they'll just stop contact, which yeah. is kind of, like, I mean, it's kind of strange to me, but obviously I'm not, I'm not in the mind of a coach. Mm-hmm. But, uh, recruitment is really what you make it. Like, you can, uh, you could turn down every coach or you could, like, listen to what every coach has to say. Like, I listen to, obviously, I listen to the Salisbury coach, like, more than anybody. Yeah. But, uh, I, even the schools with, like, 300, 500 people, I still listen to what they have to say because you never yeah. want to, like... They never want to just shut, like, shut yeah. everything down. You want to feel... Yeah, right, you know, definitely. Feel open-minded. Uh, and also, you'll never know when you'll need people in the future. That's very people. true. That's what I'm saying, bro. Yeah. Never know who's watching, never who's... Never know who you might need in the, or see in the future. Right. So, the I'd say the recruitment process as a whole could be really really a really fun thing and it is a really fun thing like even now that i'm committed i i miss like getting random numbers popping up on my phone like Mm -hmm. hey timmy this is coach blah 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 from blah 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 i'm like oh man i'm like i got another interest but it's it's really like what you make it like it it could be a really fun thing but at the same time i won't say that it doesn't get stressful because in like the in all the blessed to receive an offer it's like there's so many schools and you have to pick like what does this school offer what does that school offer Mm -hmm. And you just have to choose from so many depending on, like, what your recruitment looks like. So just remembering to stay calm and all of it. Uh, it's a blessing. It's a fun time. Mm-hmm. You'll remember it for the rest of your life. And a lot of guys don't get to do it. Like, even guys on the D1 level, like, less than 1%. D2, D3, Juco, NAIA, like, playing yeah. college basketball. It's an opportunity just, yeah. no matter what level, you know what I'm saying? It's a, yeah. it's a great opportunity. Playing college basketball is, like, a blessing. Like, not everybody gets to do it mm-hmm. no matter the level. And obviously, like... uh Salisbury is a D3 school, but it, it was the school for, like, for me to go to. So right. just weighing all your options and uh, seeing what's the best for you as a school and uh, for athletics as well. Yeah, me and my dad, we were just talking about that. Oh, no, me and my cousin, we were just talking about that earlier yeah. with, like, the NFL draft going on. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about, because um, me and we're both Ravens fans, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Ravens flock, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, big trust. Facts. And we were just talking about um, the first round wide receiver we got, Zay Flowers. Mm-hmm. And um, he went to Boston, Boston College. College. And he turned down a um, a six hundred thousand dollar deal mm-hmm. to transfer, and he turned it down. Yeah. And he stayed at Boston College because he was like, "This is the school that gave me a chance. They believed in me, so I'm gonna stay here." Yeah. And I love that loyalty with with being an athlete. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's amazing. A lot of, I'm, like a lot of people wouldn't do that. <laughs> that's facts. A lot of people wouldn't do that. Like, that's facts, bro. Like, there's always a bigger picture to, uh-huh. to some things. And um. We were also talking about Boston College honestly seemed like the right fit for him. Like, I don't know him personally, but seeing his highlights and just being able, a first-round pick out of six rounds, yeah. out of hundreds of guys, right. um, I, that was the best fit for him. You know right. what I'm saying? Definitely. And sometimes even when you go to like those... Like he went to Boston College. It's not like a well-known football college. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But um, people are maybe guys that like go to 
Alabama or like LSU, Clemson. yeah, LSU, Clemson, like the big big schools. Yeah. They're so talented and they have a lot of talent, but just the way the system is and the way those are like big time schools, you can still be so talented and not be able to shine because yeah. you're just not getting the opportunities and the and the time, the play time because the way the system is and how it's like superstar wide receiver course, everything, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's the same thing with basketball too, you know what I'm saying? So not, not only not yeah. being able to shine, but just not being happy. Yes, like, yeah, so I'm saying not, not being, being happy. There. Exactly. Like there were some schools where I knew I just was not going to like, mm-hmm. like I just wasn't going to enjoy it. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what's really so, all about. At the end of the day, you really got to figure out what's best for you. you yeah. Know what I'm saying? I'll put it like this. I got my first offer in August of 2022 mm-hmm. going to senior year. Uh, I remember that. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, and I ended my recruitment process like at the end of March, so it does take some time. And for like underclassmen, like I remember when I was a freshman, I was a freshman on varsity, but I wasn't obviously I wasn't doing anything, like especially compared to what like I've done recently. I wasn't doing anything. Like I was I was a true bench warmer. Like I would get in sometimes, but like it wasn't really anything. And I was like, mm-hmm. why am I not getting offers? But I'm like, like now that I'm older, I'm like, dude, <laughs> yeah. I was 14 inexperienced not strong like not aggressive not how I am now why would I think that I would be like getting offers mm-hmm. but uh just don't be in a rush dude like please don't rush the like, process yeah, you know what like I, I got my first offer going to senior year and I ended up with like nine or ten of them so exactly. there's, there's no rush to it exactly it's just all it really all comes at the same yeah. time and I really appreciate but, um God showing me through you that the process comes when the time is right. Yeah, definitely. Like, you know what I'm saying? It all comes like full circle at the end of the day. And mm-hmm. also just not comparing yourself to other people. Mm-hmm. Like I remember when I was a freshman, I obviously like small school in Ellicott City. No one really knows. Like right. obviously like some people in the basketball, like in the area know me now, but mm-hmm. like small school, um, not well known again, not playing. And I'm like com- trying to compare myself to like four or five stars. And I'm like, dude, it's just not going to be the same. Like, like they say, like, not even to be like cliche, but everyone's path is different. Always doing the same thing. So, Everybody walk a different path. Yeah, so you can't like you just have to look at your situation, be honest with yourself, be true with yourself. Like some people ask why I chose D three over some of like the D two NAI schools that I have, but yeah. it's like I knew where I wanted to be and I knew where like had the best opportunity for me. So I just uh, just don't compare yourself and don't don't try to rush it because again, I ended up with nine or ten of them and it they all came like in way less than a year like I started in August and then it ended in March so mm-hmm. it's like when your time comes just take it and run with it that's very true yeah that's very true Definitely. I had another question I have for you but Red but really just lost it bro like I bro I don't even man I'm trying to think of it bro it was really just like happens to me all the time don't worry yeah I really just I had, an, <laughs> I, had a, well, I had one more question for you bro I don't even know what it was like though I remember it. It was um, being Nigerian. Maybe you being Nigerian, me being Ghanaian. What is it like seeing like other West African basketball players like in the NBA doing oh, their thing? It's amazing. It like, is. It's Real awesome. <laughs> and my mom and I joke about it all the time. Like she mm-hmm. she'll see a Nigerian name and then automatically start supporting that team. I'm hey, like, bro, that's how it be sometimes. You just though. like this team, but it's it's cool because like. Obviously, I don't know all of them. I've heard of some of them, but I don't know them personally. But I see, like, guys with names that are familiar, like Ayo Dusunmu, uh, Mackenzie Mbako, who just decommitted from Duke. 
uh, Precious Achua. All those are familiar names because they're like from where I'm from. So it's cool to see guys who are similar to me in that aspect, mm-hmm. like making it with their dreams. And obviously, like, um, there's a lot of similarities, like with the culture and playing basketball and everything. So it's cool to see them. And again, like I joke with my mom, like she'll hop around from team to team because <laughs> and she'll uh, and like Isaac Okoro oh, all, yeah. all those guys the, um, the Cavs the Cavs yeah, yeah you're right. she'll ask about them all the time and she's like how are they doing I'm like mom I mean I don't know them personally but mm-hmm. they're they're holding their own in the league so yeah. it's 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 an inspiration that's how definitely. Sometimes. that's what's all the players you just named like jo- Joel Embiid from mm-hmm. Cameroon mm-hmm. um Seeing guys like even the retired guys, Dikembe Mutombo, yeah, like Giannis, Giannis yeah, Giannis, yeah, Giannis is yeah. from Nigeria. Um, I mean, he grew up in Greece, but you know, real origin is um mm-hmm. from is from Nigeria, and that's that's like amazing. Like, like even like like yeah, I'm not trying to gas on. it, but even like LeBron, he tried his roots down. He's from he's Nigerian as well. Like his ancestry is um West African. Mm-hmm. So I mean, of course, it's not like direct, like first generation or whatever. But yeah, but some somewhere in there. Yeah, so like yeah, a, somewhere in there. Yeah, a sprinkle of yeah, sprinkle in there. But it's always dope seeing my people represent. Yeah, well, the list goes on. Like sports Bam world. Adebayo. Exactly, Bam Adebayo know, too. Yeah, Victor Oladipo, another yeah. um, West African hooper, yeah. and he's also from Maryland too. Yeah, exactly right. Mm-hmm. We were just talking. So about it's there. always dope seeing stuff like that. But yeah, bro, I want to thank you so much for coming on this interview, bro. Unfaced no podcast episode eleven. I'm like face down in my pizza right now. <laughs> Hold on. I didn't. I barely even finished my. I like. I was hungry. I was. Right, gonna, like, like, I, if I wasn't talking, I probably would have finished it in like ten minutes. Nah, me too, low key. I'm not gonna. Lie. I wasn't talking. I would have like finished it. But I, I, I'm not. I have like. I don't even like. I ate. I'm probably gonna finish it later. Yeah, I ate here and there, Sorry. but I'm. I'm good. I'm not overstuffed. Mm-hmm. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you coming on, bro. No problem. Timmy, I can say. I I appreciate you, bro. I love you, bro. Love Everything you, you do. Um, Styles Bay can be excited to see what you do in the future with just in and out inside of basketball with the, with basketball and outside of basketball. You right. know what I'm saying? So I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, maybe, appreciate y'all maybe watching. one day in the future do like a like an update video. Show. Run this back. A couple years. Mm-hmm. Run this back after first year Styles Bay. Yeah. Something like that. That'd yeah, be definitely. dope. We can do that, bro. Cool. Appreciate y'all tuning in. Unfaced Podcast episode 11. Appreciate y'all tuning in. Make sure you follow on team on Instagram at Timmy Timmy dot for short T-I-M-I dot for short, for short. Yes, y'all. Give him a follow Thank you for tuning into the Unfaced Podcast Appreciate y'all listening Make sure to stay tuned for more episodes I got a lot of heat dropping soon A lot of stuff coming up for the rest of this year This summer Stay tuned Appreciate y'all listening Appreciate you coming on the podcast once again bro gotcha, man. And I'll see y'all in the next podcast episode See y'all in the next episode man see. Have a good one guys Oh, 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 oh,